Welcome everyone to Forward Podcast, where we look to equip the aspiring leader within their local context to be the best leader God has called them to be. But before we jump right into today's podcast, I want you guys to go ahead and wait and listen to this. That is music produced and created by David Kaiser. You can click on his SoundCloud link below in the podcast notes. And today's podcast will be a little different from what we usually do here. I'm not interviewing anyone in particular. However, the podcast that I have prepared for you all today, I know will definitely touch you guys and it also impact you guys' lives. It's gonna be based on preparation and the importance of preparation. The audience for this particular podcast is gonna be for those who have either received salvation or someone who's maybe just seeking out what salvation is. And today's gonna be a topic of preparation not only for your salvation, but also what God has actually called you to do. And it will begin with what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had said on April 3rd, 1968, from the I've Been to the Mountaintop speech. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything i'm not fearing any man mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the lord this quote still gives me goosebumps every time i hear it no matter where i'm at that speech gives me goosebumps but more so It astonished me so much because what did Dr. King Jr. do to be able to see something so amazing? What was Dr. King Jr.'s life like that allowed him to do something so great and so amazing to leave such a powerful legacy behind? Besides God ordaining such a legacy after his life slain, after he died, could it have been his studious demeanor to enter into college at the age of 15? Do you think that's what it was? Completing his bachelor's degree at the ripe age of a high school graduate, like 18 years old? Or or maybe it was accepting the conviction to prepare himself for what God had called him to do. So he enrolled into his master's and completed that at the ripe age of 21 or so. Perhaps it was the organization's of the numerous marches in the early 60s, including Selma, Washington, D.C., and others, which some resulted in him being thrown in prison. Maybe these were all the things that allowed him to be able to see the promised land. Or maybe it was him enduring the prison sentence. Do you think that was it, where he was just locked up and confined in solitude, and all he had to do was just to sit there and think? Do you think that's what allowed him to be able to see something so amazing? Do you think it was just one moment in his life 
and it granted him access to see the promised land? The answer to this may not be something as simple as yes or no. We could point to a moment where Dr. King Jr. received his salvation and say, well, yeah, that's what granted him the access to see the promised land. That answer is true, but not the exact truth. We can also say on the other side of the spectrum, of course not. He had to have received salvation, answer the call on his life, and be willing to do something so virtuous by sacrificing his life for minorities, to be more specific, blacks. The result of all of those things, that's what allowed him to see the promised land. Which is also right. But one can also say, if it wasn't for that one moment he received his salvation, none of this would have happened. But I don't want to make it any more complicated than what it needs to be. How and why did God allow Dr. King Jr. to see this promised land? And will God allow me to do something in the future? Or allow me to see something like that in the future? Can God use me to make such an impact for people and the kingdom of God? Well, God predestined Dr. King Jr.'s life for this, followed by Dr. King's faithful preparation. And the answer is yes to God being willing to use you to magnify His name. Although our manipulated media has removed the hand of God from King's legacy, we must remove any bitterness from our response and fill it with what filled Dr. King. That is faithful preparation to God's kingdom first and everything else second. In Hebrews chapter 11 through 12, we are reminded of the importance of faithful preparation to God's kingdom and also what it looks like in one's life. I want to take an excerpt from Hebrews 11, 1, chapter 11, verse 1. It reads like this, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Faith is believing, and conviction is knowing it will happen. It's just a matter of time when it will happen. Faith is such a powerful necessity in this life. Faith can steer your soul two ways. It can steer you into hoping that you are the only one on this planet of significance and you will do whatever you need to get yours. Now, some of you guys may not understand what get yours means, but it's a, it's a term that I was born and raised with where I'm just trying to be out here and get mine or, or that person's just trying to get, be out there and, and get theirs. So get yours may also mean acting in a way or in any way without the concern of others to obtain riches or the worth you think you deserve or that you may hope for. Faithful preparation of that will not leave a long legacy, but only a temporary one. But this is not the faith verse 1 is referring to, nor is it the faith that Dr. King had. But more similar to the translation of Dr. King Jr.'s promised land, right? The promised land that was revealed to him was that of the kingdom, to see the coming of Christ. All of the schooling at such a young age, the ability to endure a stabbing, violence upon his family, and threatened so many times to take his life. His response was the one he prepared his entire life for, and that response was to offer it. So I encourage you to fully have faith in Christ and truly believe with your entire being to prepare yourself for what God has called you to, because you never know when the moment may come. Are you prepared to respond to someone less of you with the love of Christ? Are you prepared to correct your saved friend from sinning and have that tough conversation with them? Are you prepared to plant that church and figure out some way to provide for your family? Are you prepared to move your life to Africa to serve 
families in need. Are you prepared to see Christ? This podcast isn't going to be to just to discourage you or to make you rethink your entire life, but I hope that it stands as something that is something meaningful in your life to where you can realize and really, really take a deep look into your own life and see if you're truly and really preparing for what God has actually called you to do and also called you to become. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 11 reads, No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful, but afterward there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. That's a promise. That is something so good that you can take trust and rest in, that the work that you are laboring for right now, the studies, the preparation for sermons, the praying, the fasting, the meditating, the work, all of these things that you are doing is going to be a harvest eventually. And just as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. prepared for so many years so that he can see the promised land and have the civil rights movement move in such a way that is remembered until this day. Again, thank you all for listening to this podcast. You can hit that subscribe button next to the podcast and you will get weekly, bi-weekly, whenever we upload the update of our podcast. And the music you are currently listening to right now is produced by David Kaiza, a.k.a. Kaiza Keys. And you can also hit that follow button on his SoundCloud to get more of his music. And again, I really, really do appreciate you all listening and taking a listen here. Hope you guys are moved by this and it inspires you to achieve and chase on to more. Thanks, guys. And ladies. super grateful for when he sends me this music so I can use it for the podcast or some YouTube video. Please, please, please hit that subscribe button.